he won. So the Altarebbe in the last latest chapters he was discussing about uh, how to get one's uh, emotions, uh, have a love of Hashem. First it has to be Yiras Hashem, it needs to be the fear of Hashem, and then the love of Hashem. How to reach a level of love, and he gives you various different types of meditations and reflections, how to reach that level. Now, after doing that and discussing it, in the final last parak we learned about the level of uh, Rotsui, a level of Ave, like a flame of fire. Uh, now he's going back to a subject that he began earlier. He quoted from the Zohar that um, the Shekhinah, which is on your um, which is on your head, it says requires uh, the Lashon of the Yenuka in, in the Zohar, it says requires um, oil and the the Yid, the Neshama of the Yid is the wick which holds the fire and the Maisim Toivim, the acts that we do is sort of the Shemen, is the oil, is the fuel that fuels that allows for the Shekhinah to stay there. So we have, in order to have the fire physically, we have the wick and we have the oil. The oil is the Maisim Tovim, is the mitzvahs. And the Neshama is the wick that holds it on. This all points to the fact that it's a very important part of bringing down the Shekhinah is actually Maisim Bepoil, is to do the action, is the Maisim Tovim, the Shaman, to give it oil. So you have the neshama itself, which is basically the powers of the soul, which is the reflection of the soul, and even the machshava udibur, that's the thought and speech of the soul, which are internal, which is, uh, uh, yet it's not, it hasn't come out into the world, but the maise, the that brings out that we need the action in order to bring the oil to keep the Shekhinah. What exactly? Why? He explained the whole thing why we need the, uh, the, the uh, mitzvah. The way they explained over here is how is it that the mitzvahs are called uh, fuel? You know, why is mitzvahs called fuel of the usually Shemen represents the level of Chokhmah? But here, it's the action. This is going to be the explanation. But before he goes to this whole explanation, he's going to give you an explanation, Bechlal, generally, on the whole concept of Shekhinah. And then eventually he'll explain to you that the Maisim Toivim come from the level of Chokhmah. That's the connection. There is a connection between Maisim Toivim and Chokhmah. Let's learn inside. To have an additional understanding, the language that was used by the Yenuka and the Zoya earlier brought down. So, in the language of the Yenuka, it said that you need the oil and you need the Maisim Toivim to fuel the light of the Shekhinah. So, Tzorich Levayir Techila. So, first we need to know this. And the first we have to explain. Loving tzas inyan hashros hashchina shoyse shoyde beveis kodesh kodoshim vechein kol mokim hashros hashchina ma inyanoi. 
we know, we have to understand the idea, what does it mean the Shechina is resting? We're, who says Shechina is resting? We know. What was, why was it called the Mishkan? We say in the house of the Kochi Kodoshim, in the Holy of Holiest, in the Beis Hamikdosh, in the Mishkan, there was a special place, Kochi Kodoshim. That was where the Shekhinah, the Divine. What does it mean that the Divine rests over there? What, what, what is the meaning the Divine rests? Every place we say that the divine rests, what does it mean? So like the Yenuka says, the Shekhinah is on your head. A person should not walk four cubits without a yarmulke, without a kisiroish, because of the Shekhinah which is on his head. What does it mean the Shekhinah is on your head? What does it mean the Shekhinah rests somewhere? We say if there's ten men, wherever there is ten, there is the Shekhinah. What does it mean when there is ten? There is the Shekhinah. What does it mean the Shekhinah rest? What, what is specifically, what is the question? The question is, how is that different than we, the presence of Hashem? How is the Shekhinah different than the presence of Hashem? We know that Hashem's presence is everywhere, all time and all places, and there's no place where He's not. So what does it mean that the Shekhinah rests? I mean, if Hashem is there, so then the Shekhinah is there too. What does it mean that the Divine rests in a certain place? We'll explain that the expression of uh, of the divine is the Shekhinah. That means that when there is a open and a connected relationship to Hashem, that means the Shekhinah is going to explain in the spheros, the level of Malchus would be uh, the place in which, uh, which the Shekhinah is and from there the Shekhinah expands into all the worlds into Briyitsidasia. Uh, and he's going to use now a very physical metaphor from the way the soul physical to the extent from the human to give us an explanation how this thing works, he's gonna bring in the human uh, connection between the soul and the body. Uh, the soul being the energy of that energizes the body and by the relationship in the soul and the body we'll also be able to understand how the Shekhinah and the Divine works in the presence of the Ein Sof. So he says like this. So first the question is, Since the earth is full of Shem's glory, and there's no space that is empty of Hashem, so what does it mean that the Shekhinah is in a certain place? So Hashem is everywhere. So what does it mean that the Shekhinah is there? Ha'inyan, but the idea is, k'dikseev, the verse states, that it's from my flesh that I can see Godliness. What it means, from my flesh I can see Godliness, you know, Hashem created the human being in an image, an image of above, so that the way the things work Above, that's the way the Abishta created the person, so we can understand from Mibsori, from my flesh, from way the things work in the bodily, that's the way I can visualize Echazah, that's why I can see Elokai, that's why I can see Hashem, I can see the Godliness and I can understand. So that gives us a right, that gives us a 
a key to understanding spiritual. How would we know to explain what the Shekhinah is? We haven't seen the Shekhinah, we're not able to, but when we look at ourselves and we can take a metaphor from our lives, that's how we can understand the Shekhinah. So you see that the soul of man fills all of his 24 eight limbs of the body, starting from the head until the toe. Every part of the body is filled with the soul. The, just so we said, in the metaphor, the soul in the, would be Hashem. Which be when we say Hashem is full, just like the soul is in every part of the body, there is the soul. Hashem is in every part, Malikha is everywhere. However, and yet, notwithstanding the fact that Hashem is everywhere, so the main place where the uh, soul rests. And where it finds itself would be in the moyach, in the person's brain. The brain is the computer for the whole human body that everything, the whole life comes, comes to in the mind. And from the mind, it would expand into all the limbs. So basically, if we, again, again I'm bringing it right in the metaphor over here. So we would say that in the level of chokhmah, in the level of Chochmah Silus, that is the corresponds to the Mayach of the person, over there is the main uh, aspect of the divine where it rests. It rests in the Chochmah, it rests in the Mayach. And then from the mind, it sort of spreads out into all the limbs of the body. So from the level of Chochmah, if we should say a metaphor, the Chochmah of Hashem in, in the image of a body as we build it, from the level of Chochmah it goes out to the rest of the limbs, to the rest of the Sephiros, the rest of the Sephiros in Atzilus. V'chol ever mekabel mimeno haruach harachayis v'koyach haroyuloi. So that every limb later on receives the vitality and the power that is fitting for him. So that means, by the human body, according to its chemistry, according to its characteristics. So, which means that you're going to have, each limb functions differently. Some limbs move, the eye sees, the ear hears, everything. So which means every limb gets its characteristics. The eye sees, the eyes in the ear to hear. The mouth to speak, and the feet to go. Those are all you get that. So that means, and again, in the metaphor, in the, in the, in the is from the level of chokhmah, it spreads down to bina, to das, to chesed, to zoh, to yimina, to small, all, all. So kinira bechush sheb moyach margish as we say in reality practically speaking vividly we can see that in one's mind you can feel everything that takes place with all your body the mind is in control so everything takes place in the body so it starts off with the mind and from the mind it goes out to all the rest of the body and the mind is the what takes place you know, everything understood it hurts you whatever it feels it's all based on that 
So he says, nah. Vihine ain't shinui kabolos hakoiches vachayus shibavori haguf min anishomo mitzad atzmo umuhuso. So why does uh, why does every limb get something different? So he wants to explain to you now that the really the energy that is within everything is not really it's not the pshat. You have all the various different characteristics. You have the seeing and the hearing. So what does it mean in the soul? There is a hearing. There is a seeing over there in the soul itself. The soul itself doesn't have any of these distinctions. There is no, there's no physicality over there. It's not like we're putting in, you know, you have a, 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 a puzzle. You're going to put the A is going to go into the A, the B is going to go into the B, the C. You're going to put every piece. So you have, in the Neshama, there's ABC. In the Gulf, there's ABC. We're taking the ABC, we're putting each one into it. In the soul itself, there is no physical. It's a totally different, the special formation, the way it becomes its shape, or in this case we're talking about a letter, the shape of A, it becomes within the vessel into the vehicle. So there is a simple light which comes in there, and then later on it spreads out. Or we use the metaphor of a cup which has a color. So you put in the water, and once it comes into the cup, if it's a green cup, if it's a red cup, it will get, the water will look like that cup. And that what happens is in the body, the powers of the soul, they have a potential for the various different uh, abilities or uh, different functions, but there's no function itself, there's no physicality. I was going to say, in the ain't shinui. The change in the receiving of these powers and the vitality that is in the limbs of the body, that doesn't come from the essence of the neshama. So that, in other words, so that we should say that the body, that the soul, the essence of the soul has 248 different pieces, and those different pieces, mislabeshes b'ramach b'koymes, those 248 the soul, 248 pieces of the soul, those 248 pieces dresses up in 248 places, kivitzir chalke b'koymes based on the shape of the parts of the and the places of the bodies, the the body, the the, the, the limbs of the body. Because if you said that there is like 248 pieces in the soul, then it would turn out that the essence of the soul is shaped in a physical shape. Then you would give it the image and the look of a body. God forbid. You're saying that the neshama is like is, is physical like the body. So that's we can't say that. What he's swearing on is the neshama itself, which is in this case would be the ain the ain sof. Hashem himself he remains poshut in elo because what happens in the soul? Kula etzem echad ruchni poshut. The entire soul is one 
essence, a spiritual essence which is simple, which doesn't have any separation, doesn't have any shapes, is not shaped in anything. It is undressed and it's not, it's separate from any physical shape. There's no shapes in the soul. And from any, and from the level, and from any definitions of space or measure or physical limitation, physical uh, limits, in its essence. So here you have a soul coming together with a, with a body. The soul is a spiritual being. The body is a physical being. And yet, from the soul, from the spiritual being into the physical being, there is somehow it dresses up. So we don't say that the spiritual uh, soul has those limitations, has those separations, those, those definitions like the body does. So what happens over here? How does it come from here, spreads out? No, he says, So when you talk about the essence of soul, you can't say, Over there we can't say that it's more in the head that's in the feet. There's no more soul there. The soul is equal everywhere. Since the essence of the soul is not in the definition, it's not in the level, of space and physical boundaries. So we can't say uh, the head is and the feet is physical in this world. You can't say that it comes down because it's not physical, so you can't be in one place more than the other. It's not it's not in one place more than the other. Rak. So how does this but on the other hand, so how does it all happen? How does the how does the power of the soul that has the power to see and the power to hear how does that come down to the soul if there's no connection? How does that connect? So he said, There are 613 different, not physical, not space, there are 613 powers. There are energies and vitalities that are included in the essence. The essence of the soul has powers in it. But they're not physical and they're not shaped yet and they're not separated. They're part of the soul, but there are, or we call them potentials. There are 613 potentials within the soul. Uh, 613 based on the 613 limbs, which each one of these potentials... So now we're talking about the soul itself, and we're talking about that it has included in it, it has potentials in it. That can come out into the actuality and revealed from the hidden state. That will vitalize the 248 limbs and the 365 veins of the Gidim, which is in the body. So those 613 will correspond to the 613 of the body, and they will vitalize them. They will vitalize them. So how? They dress up first in the vitalizing soul. Because here we're talking about the godly soul. We're talking about the neshama. So therefore, we're saying the neshama. We're talking about the neshama. We're talking about the nefshalikis we're talking about. So that dresses up inside of the um, of the nefshach yunis. And then, the same, the nefshach also has the 248 and 365 
powers and energies of these. The same energies that we have in the godly soul, we also have in the vitalizing soul. The, 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 so the 365 match up with the vitalizing soul. So first the Neshama dresses up with the Nefesh Achiyunis. So they connect. And then, and then they come down into the body, and once in the body they get shaped to vitalize the energy, but they themselves do not have yet any of those uh, definitions. If we should take this, if we should take this into the metaphor that we're saying is the Ein Sof Hashem is like the Neshama in this case, okay, at least at this level, which doesn't have any distinctions. It doesn't have not Chokhmah and not the body, it doesn't have anything. It doesn't. And the, Nish- and the Ein Sof is in Chokhmah in Chokhmah of Atzilus, just like it's in the Malchus of Atzilus. It's everywhere equal. But it's like the clear water, like I said. Then when it comes down into the shape, but the Ein Sof has included in itself why the cups it's different. The cups, the water doesn't have no red and no, no but in the in the when we talk about the 613 limbs, or we talk about the 600 levels in which the Ein Sof is mispassion, we're saying that it does have 613 because when we talk about cups, it's just a matter of seeing a color over there that the water pretends to look like that. That's one metaphor, but in this case, it actually vitalizes it. So it vitalizes, it sort of matches up that spiritual potential with the physical comes down. That's what happens in Atsilus. But the Ein Sof itself has not been uh, touched. In other words, that still remains in its spiritual level. And we're going to uh, talk now in the uh, next year, we'll talk about how it all uh, comes out. In the middle discussing in Perikun Aleph, uh, explaining how the um, how it works, and we say the Shekhinah, the Divine, how does this in relationship to the Ein Sof? Uh, the Hashem is everywhere, and then yet we say that there is a manifestation of Hashem in certain places, like in the Beis Hamikdash, that's where Hashem comes out. And the question is, what does it mean Hashem is in one place more than the other place? So he brought the example from the human uh, uh, relationship between the soul of the person and the and the body in which the soul has uh, the 613 potentials, but they're not physical in any in any sense. That they don't no split over there, but they're just potentials and their powers that when they come down to the body they function as specific so they come down into that level but yet the neshama itself we can't say that it's in one place more than the other the neshama is in all bodies and expresses itself equally the neshama is a spiritual thing and the neshama does not cannot come down in a higher or lower level within the physical uh, within the physical body now we're going to learn how it all um, it also applies to the um, to the metaphor, like we're saying in the Gabi the Shechina. So we'll continue inside. So this extension, when it extends, when we talk about the 613 powers and the souls which come from the soul to the goof, to the body, to give it life. So, Allah Amru, so about that, we're not talking now about the Neshama itself, we're talking about 
from the neshama there comes out the 613 powers come out to vitalize now the, 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 the body now when they're coming out to vitalize the body they have the first stop the first stop is in the brain is in the chokhmah and then from the brain, from the chokhmah from the level of chokhmah then it goes out everywhere else so when we talk about Hamshochas, so we're not talking about now about the neshama itself. We're talking about when the powers of the soul, the 613 powers, when they come down to the body to vitalize it. So what's the first stop? So about this they say, the rabbis say that it stays, that it comes down to the level of Chokhmah. The main resting place. Where is the main area of this extension? And where does it reveal? It all comes down to the intellect which is in the head. And because its first stop is over there. That's why they will receive the power and the general and, and the vitality which is fitting for them based on their chemistry, based on their characteristics. So the first thing is the intellect that gets the main and the first stop and that will get the first thing from the soul as it comes down to the body. Shehem, which is, what is the intellect? Which is Chabad, which is Choch Mabina Das. And the power of thought. Everything else that belongs to Merkin. In the metaphor, it would be the first expression of the Ein Sof coming down of the Neshama of Hashem is in the level of Chabad of Atzilus, of Chacham bin Adalus and Atzilus. That's where it comes down. Not only does it get the first, but it also, not only is it first in line, and therefore it would get the first. Hamshach will come to it because that's the direction, the way it descends. It goes through the Moichin. Not only that, but the Moichin actually functions as a general. It gets everybody's Hamshach in the mind, and from there it spreads out. So it's not only that it's the first stop and it gets its, its and it has nothing to do with the rest of it, but it also has to do with the other one. This is not alone that it's the first Elagam. The general extension of the vitality to the other limbs. It is also included, and it's the rest up in the moichin of the head. Everything else. Over there is the main and the root of this hamshocha. In the level of revelation of light and vitality of the entire neshama. So the entire neshama is revealed in the moichin. Not only what fits its characteristics, which is the intellect, but actually everything, in generally everything of the body becomes down into that, into that level. So the level of moichin, that's the one that's the first stop, but it's not only the first stop, but it concludes everything that's going to come out future. And from there, that ray expands to the rest of the limbs. 
And then each power, each limb receives the power and the vitality that is fitting to him, to the power, according to its chemistry and its characteristic. And then the power of seeing reveals in the eye. The power of hearing in the ear, etc. All these powers expand from the from the moich, from the from the brain. Because there is the main resting of the neshama in a way of revelation. Now we're seeing now what's mishkan, mishkan, mishkan. We keep on talking about mishkan means that's the mishkan where. The base of English, the Kodesh HaKadoshim, that's the nerve of everything else. That's the main, the first, the main point where the marshal is going to be. And the Kodesh HaKadoshim was the manifestation, the first place where the general, oh, from there it goes everywhere. That from there, over there, the general energy, which is expands from the Neshama, comes down to the Moichim. Uh, and the So again, the uh, there is no physical eye over there in the brain, and there is no physical ear, and there is no physical. But rather, from there, the powers for seeing are revealed in the head. The power of the neshama, of the general chayis, you know, the general vitality, shine from it for all the evaraguf. That would be similar to the light which spreads out and it shines to the rooms of the rooms into in the room so when he's going with the example it doesn't mean that the sun penetrates and goes down into each one but it means that the sun shines every place the is the, the light is accepted you know once it shines there we, we receive the light so it's just, it, it comes in a way, it will shine everywhere, wherever, any place that there will be a capacity to receive the power of the sun, it'll become light. If you're not going to put the curtain on, and you're going to let the window open, then the sun is going to come. The sun doesn't work to come there, it's not direct. So basically the chayis, which comes down to, from in the moyach, then later on is the general, and it expands. And anywhere that there is a keli, where it's going to be, a vehicle is going to be vitalized. He says, even the heart receives from the mind. Not only we're talking about the, uh, the eyes and the other uh, the, uh, powers of the person, 
uh, but also the heart will receive from the mind. Uh, that's why the uh, mind dominates the heart in its in its birth. Uh, so a person has control basically is because the heart also takes from the brain. So first it comes to the brain. Why is saying even the heart? The heart is a very important uh, function also because the heart spreads out the blood all to the body and it's the nerve, the life of the person, but still it also comes from the, uh, the brain.